Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast of Shifting Gears or whatever we call ourselves. I, I feel like, bro, we're so like deep into this whole like shift gear thing that we might need to like re-explain the name to people. Do we? Well, I think we. I don't know. All right, we have new fans, so. <laughs> I mean, what uh, is the like? It's just an ability. Like, there's, I don't know if there's really that big of a story behind it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's literally just the cl- there's a clink clang card from Black and White that I won nationals with. It's like my favorite card ever, and its ability is shift gear. And we just thought it sounded nice for the podcast name because we were having trouble coming up with one. So that sounds like exotic, and like we're like trying to promote people to like shift their mindset gear. You know, like that cheesy well, garbage a, that it's people. It's a double have. meaning, right? Like, you know, it's got the Pokemon card meaning. meaning, plus it's got the philosoph- philosophical meaning as well. So exactly, exactly. It's a weird time right now. Like, it's we normally don't record during the day, so I've had to like change my uh, my blind setup about four times because I look like a ghost. And now, like, I'm still being blinded through my blinds. So if I'm blind, it's not that I don't like you. It just I can't see. Um, welcome back, though, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another week. Uh, what are we, 21 now? Episode 21, something like yeah, that? something like that. Not bad. Something like that. Nothing happened this week, by the way. Like, just, like, full disclosure, Pokemon-wise, nothing happened. But, but, thanks to LimitlessTCG.com, we have some City League results that we can go through, which are actually quite interesting. We were looking through it before we hopped on air, and I said like about four times, like, "How is that good?" So we now <laughs> we have that talk. Um, something cool came up on the weekend. Um, I don't know why this came up, but someone was asking me, like, "Hey man, why don't you play Maridon anymore?" And I said, "Playing Maridon is like playing like war, or like by putting it's like by putting like fifty bucks on red. That's like what playing Maridon feels like to me." So we're gonna have a nice conversation today about like how Pokemon decks relate to casino games. So. Preliminary thoughts on a Pokemon deck that relates to a casino game. Anything? Uh, well, I feel like most casino games are very random. So I feel like you can almost yeah. do any deck. So you know, why don't you lead? Because I think you're more well-prepared than I am for, for this one. I want to get some inspiration from you first. Yeah, this is something I will admit I've been thinking about more than I should have for something that does not matter in the slightest bit. Um, the one I will say <laughs> is <laughs> Roaring Moon feels like playing War. Especially when you're playing against, like, Maridon or something. It feels like you're playing War. It's like, all right, who went second? Who just drew the higher card? And you just go boom, 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 game's over. So, a little bit of War from Roy Moon. Um, I was thinking about a deeper, um, maybe, like, I don't know, man. Maybe, like, Mew VMAX is more of a Blackjack kind of deck. I was literally just just about to say that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It just feels like you're, like, drawn off the top. You're like, all right, I hope something hits here. Like, you're hitting on the 13, you're like, if this isn't a 7 or an 8, I'm cooked. Well, I was going to so. say, for me, Mew, it's like, you do your turn first. So, like, in Blackjack, for people who don't know, you play and the dealer plays. But you're basically hoping the dealer doesn't get a higher score than you. So, for Mew, it's like, you play your Judge Path, that's your play for the turn. Then you're just hoping that your opponent doesn't draw out of it, they don't hit the, the Blackjack. So, I think that's a good yeah, comparison. Yeah. Uh, any Judge I Path like deck is Blackjack, in my opinion. Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think what's a, <laughs> some other decks. Okay, uh, let, me get, let, me, let me think of one. I'll say uh, Giratina, or even like Gardevoir. I'll say those are like Texas Hold'em. They're like poker. Like, you know, mm. they're more skill-based games, but there's still a lot of randomness involved. Uh, for Giratina, right, it's like you have to play Roxanne Path sometimes, so like you don't know what your opponent's going to draw, stuff like that. So that I agree poker. with that, because like sometimes you'll have like pocket aces, and you're like, all right, my hand is sick, but then the flop is something like just totally garbage. It's like starting like double VIP pass Colorus and Tina, and then being able to like loop nothing together after that. Yeah. So I agree. The one I'm struggling to relate right now is slots. Like, what deck is slots? Well, that's just pure slots casino. Is, yeah, slots is legit. Like, I'm pulling this lever. It's just RNG, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll leave it up to whatever to decide. Like, it feels like that's generator to me. 
Yeah, it's Generator. You could say it's Chen Pao. You could say it's Golden Go, maybe. Mm. <laughs> could be Chen Pao, actually, because like, if I'm not Lugia. starting, maybe Pass, I lose. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> Capturing Aroma and Mesa Goza, yes. That's Lugia, I think. Uh, so. That yeah, is fine. I, uh, I've actually been, anytime I'm with one group of Pokemon friends for a tournament, we drive back through Niagara Falls, there's always a pit stop at the casino. So... Uh, I rate that. Yeah, one of our one of our good friends. He always loves to play some blackjack, and he goes to play some other games. And like, I just like like to sit there and watch. So, <laughs> bro, <laughs> like since like online gambling has been like a a thing, like so many people have become like complete. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it's actually crazy. I, I don't. I yeah. I hate I hate online gambling so much. You can't even like watch sports anymore without them being like, oh, let's do the fan duel, like parlay the game. It's like I don't want to see this. Like, go get this off <laughs> bro, your screen. I'm... I'm so into it now. Uh, like, it's, I don't know. Like, I have this rule that, like, as long as I'm, like, betting with, like, uh, like house money, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm not depositing my own money, I'm chilling. And so many of these, like, places have, like, those, like, bonuses or whatever when you sign up. So I signed up for, like, six of them. And I've just been rinsing bonuses since. Yo, it's but it's, gateway, like, man. it's crazy. It's such a gateway. You just, the thing is, though, like, 90% of people, like, don't have the presence of mind to be like, I should stop now. <laughs> they rinse through their first hundred and they're like, all right. I'm going to deposit a thousand. I think this is a good idea. Like this is the problem. Yeah. And the, like for me, like the thing that stands out the most is the amount of money they give you. Like when you sign up goes to show how much money they actually make. Like it's insane. Yep. And the other thing is if you ever start winning, they just stop letting you bet, which to me should be illegal. Like I feel like if you're going to like let people lose <laughs> their money, you should also have to lose your money. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we can uh, move on from. That's from our weekly talk. segment of thing. People don't care about that. They have to listen to anyways. <laughs> so there's a there's a limitless tourney here called that's uh, under the city leagues. It's literally called PAO, P-A-O. Nice. And like, I know it's just a city league. I know it's just a league cup, but we're looking at it because it's called PAO. And like we were talking about it earlier, we're like, dude, there's like nine pages of tournaments. How we're gonna filter this? We're gonna go through the one with the coolest names. Okay, I like it and the coolest decks. So, I mean, I'm on the first page here. I already see some bangers. I see his Patra. I see Matang Dialga V-Star. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing, uh, what's it called? Armor Rouge. So, hey, these, as we always say, the Japanese are cooking. So, the Matang deck There's actually a... looks so funny. I mean, they played Basque Legion as well, if you know what that Pokemon is. Yes, I do. Yeah. So, so you just go crazy and then you just like recycle all the energies back? Yes, yeah, so like Matang's ability, it's like a stage one. It's like, look at the top four, put any energies you see into play. Then you play 17 metal. And then you have Basque Legion, it's zero energy, it's attack. 20 damage for each metal in your discard or energy shuffle them all back so Pretty i'm actually kind of surprised that like that bascule legion line isn't better because like the bascule searches for two cards to or two basics puts them down so yeah, it's, it's like, actually a pretty yeah, good attacker gather the crew so also i like it you start basculin and then you get your beldums out and then like if they don't knock out your basculin you can can get bascule legion later so very creative deck well, do you do you remember the point in time where like every uh, every deck had like baby Pokemon in it, like oh, colorless yeah. attack baby Pokemon? Like that's what Basculin Basculin is. Yeah, it is. I mean, but those baby Pokemon were so good because like they had like a fifty percent chance that your opponent couldn't attack them. Like their abilities for people who don't know is uh, if if they're asleep, they can't take damage, and all their attacks would put them to sleep. Um, and then if you go yeah. back in time even further to like the Neo era, like they had Cleffa there. Cleffa was even better because its effect was um, your opponent flips the coin, so like. You don't have to stay asleep going into your turn. So, uh, true. Yeah, I, I love these like setup Pokemon that have like no energy attacks. Like we had a Lola and Vulpix back in uh, that wasn't that long ago. That was maybe like five six years ago, All right? Even yeah, longer actually. Can... Two thousand seventeen. No way, really. Yeah, so it was like seven years ago. Uh, Holy. But that was a great attack, right? It's like it evolves into a useful Pokemon. 
it's a good setup. Some decks I didn't even play the Ninetales played the played the Volpix. So I don't know, just good game design in my opinion. Um, the problem we have now is just like you like basically give up a free prize, or it's like too slow to have setup Pokemon. Like some decks play like yeah. new celebrations or something like that, but you need the like colorless attacks or the free attacks because you need to be able to retreat into it and not waste your energy attachment. So um, yeah, it would be it would be cool if like more decks like gave their like little basics like a call for family type attack to to help them starve off the aggro decks. Yeah, like Mew from Celebrations is like uh it's I think it's more of a crutch than it's like a setup Pokemon. Like yeah. you just use it whenever you want in the game. Whereas like these setup Pokemon, like for people who didn't play in that era, like these were legit, like you're playing two of these no matter what. There's a the Clefa, the Tyrogue is pretty good. The Pichu is um, really Pichu. good. It was yep. uh both it was actually a really cool effect. Like I don't think there's another card that has an effect similar, but its effect was both players can search their deck and put as many basics on their bench as they want. Uh, it was balanced. Yeah, it was actually balanced. I, I like it. It's called playground. The one thing I don't remember is if, like, say you use Playground and mm-hmm. I put a bunch of Pokemon into play, I couldn't evolve the next turn, right? I had to wait a turn. No, you could evolve right away. Really? Yeah, the opponent could evolve right away. Cause I think it, it technically counted as them being in play since it was before turn. their turn started, yeah. So That's it was obviously broken. risky, but uh, there's a lot of decks where they like they just didn't care if their opponent got to evolve. Like, it was mainly played in, like, st- yeah. slow setup decks, like your Chandelure, Vileplume type decks. Um, so... Yeah. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Uh, that's the Pokemon history of the day. <laughs> um, so the one cool thing that's coming out of these Champions League is, is that there's a lot of different things going mm-hmm. on right now. A lot of different decks. Um, and by a lot, I mean a lot. And I, I understand these are just League Cups. Like, take it with a grain of salt, of course. Uh, but they are 64-player events. Like, they're not free by any stretch of the imagination. And, like, the, the thing that stands out the most to me right now is that there isn't, like, one clear BDIF, which is uh, honestly music to my ears. Yeah. No, it's very diverse. Uh, and we're also seeing, like, temporal forces. Like, it actually did create a lot of archetypes. Like, just scrolling through this list, I'm seeing lots of Ancient Box. I'm seeing lots of Future Box. Um, and those were decks, like, I think people weren't really sure if they were going to be able to stand up. But it seems like they're they're doing well. And we talked about it last week, right? Like, a couple of them made top 16. So, um, yeah, Neil, maybe what deck are you maybe, like, most excited to try uh, once we get post-rotation? What's crazy is... <laughs> I actually was thinking about that the other day, and like I, I said this last week. I'm like, I don't really care about post-rotation until it hits, but I'm excited to play Chen Pao, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> uh, just because like, I, I think Chen Pao might be the deck in the format that has like the most intricacy to it. At least that's what it feels like on the surface. Um, so I'm excited to play that. But like as far as new decks go, probably Ancient Box or Future mm-hmm. Box. I don't, I don't know enough to know the difference yet. I don't know how good each one is in comparison to each other. So whichever one ends up being better, obviously I want to try that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to take Gardevoir for another spin. I think it could be okay. It's scared of Lost Vacuum now, but I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's worth a shot. How about you? What are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I think the Ancient Box is actually a pretty cool deck. I've played it a little bit, um, and it's one of those decks where it's like it trades really well. It just feels like every turn you're like, I need to get what I need. I need to get what I need, and you're kind of successful yeah. with Tyano. Um, I haven't tried the Ancient Box yet, but that one looks like, I don't know, kind of basic. It's pretty linear. Um... Other than that, like, yeah, like, I, we've talked about Chen Pao before. Um, I kind of want to try the Don, or not Don fan, Great Tusk Mill. I think that seems pretty fun. Um, we haven't had, that guy. yeah, we haven't had a proper mill deck in a while. We had Durant, actually, like, a couple years ago, but, uh, yeah. that one could be fun. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I don't think there's any, like, that's, like, jumping out at me where I'm like, I need to, to try this deck. Yo, I'm so confused. Is this, like, Ma- you know, remember that, like, Mallow card that like search for two and put it yeah. on the top of the deck. What is the reprint called? Because this one says Codebreaker Solution. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's for something else. Yeah, that's what it's called. Is it? 
Or maybe the English one's different, but that, that was a Japanese translation or like vice versa, something like that. But bro, I could have sworn like last week it had a different name. Like <laughs> Okay, well maybe it had a different name and like from. it got revealed in English and then that was its English name. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But yeah, there's so let's go through this real quick. Uh there's one called Wonder Goo. That's a sick one. I wanna look at Wonder Goo. Oh my god. Alright, I don't wanna look at Wonder Goo anymore. There's eight czars at the top sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so hard like going through these because you have to take them all with such a grain of salt yeah. but it, it like it really does look like lugia is really good from what i'm gathering here yeah i i've tried lugia it actually does feel really good as well um chinchino is just like such an insane attacker it's a one prizer that's capable of one shots and then also it's actually pretty good against snorlax because you play all the jet energies um pretty mm. much everything in your deck can attack um so no it feels pretty good in my opinion i definitely think it'll be Either tier one or like top of tier two. Like it seems like it's the real deal to me. Does it? Does it look as like casino as it normally does? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you play, um, you still play like the capturing aromas. And, like people have even cut the mezagozas, so it's even less consistent than the list we were seeing before. Uh, the yeah. one thing I will say is, I forget if we mentioned this last week is. The format's a bit slower now on the first couple turns, especially with like decks like Maridon and even like Roaring Moon not being as popular. Like you can actually afford to read the wind, like a lot of games now. Uh, like Charizard mm. won't one shot you. Um, like uh, I don't know if you're facing like a stall slower deck, even Ancient Box, like they can't knock you out right away. So you have time to like set up now. Um, that was the one thing I was thinking about Chempao too, because you can just kind of chill, and if, especially if Zard is BDIF, like you're just chilling. Yeah. You can take your time, buddy. Pop in on turn two now, like pretty good man it's pretty good yeah so um other than that like there's not a whole lot that's like sticking out too much to me uh how looks good goldenga looks good i mean like these these are all things that are probably going to change when it comes over to the western world but yeah for now i mean like vancouver's our our last big event and we're on to this for uic uh did you you got into uic right yeah i had a pre-reg so i didn't have to worry like right. uh right, it's right. still crazy to me that we're struggling with this like people can't get in nonsense i'm like They've known how big the demand is now. Like, this is our third year back. So it's like, and if anyone's been to the Excel Center, like, it's massive. Like, they could get, like, more space if they wanted to. Um, and I have, like, I understand, like, logistics for running event. Like, I understand there's, like, budget concerns. I understand you have to get staff. But um, from just, like, talking to my friends or people I know who are judges, like, there's huge applications for the, the ICs. Like, a lot of people don't get in. So I don't think they have an issue of sourcing judges. Um... I don't know, maybe it's just, like, they just don't want the tournaments to be, like, that big. Like, they're just like, all right, we, we're fine if some people can't play. Like, uh, and then, like, yeah, yeah like, I you... mean. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, like, I think that is what it is. I think they're just, like, oh, we're fine if some people don't play. Because yeah. they're big enough already, and then, like, you're getting to a point where it's just stupid. Like, 37 points to top eight or whatever it's going to be for UIC is just stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be 37, because uh, it'll be 36, I think. But, like. Now, when we think of like Probably. NAIC, like if NAIC was uncapped, like how many masters do you think there would be? Like, do you this think if I gave you over under five thousand, which would you pick? I'm probably taking the under, but barely. Yeah, like I feel like that's the range it could get to if it's uncapped, right? Like, just if it was in like a more central location, like if it was still in Columbus, I would say over. I just think no, New Orleans I... is going to be tough for some people to get to. I think New Orleans is easier for international people to get to than Columbus. You think so? I'm pretty sure New Orleans has some international flights. Hmm. But I'm not. Well, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess like air, air, like airport wise, probably, and like just for the sheer volume of flights coming in and out, I guess it would be just like geographically in my head, it doesn't make that much sense. 
I don't know. And then, like, I see a lot of people, like, uh, are, like, Arcanine implemented that new, like, first come, first serve thing, which is, like, okay, it's cool, but it's, like, it doesn't really solve the issue, right? Like, at the end of the day, it's just, like, demand is just greater than the amount of seats. Like, no matter what Arcanine does, like, it just doesn't solve the problem. It feels bad if you don't yeah. get in with this system. It felt bad if you don't get in with the other system. So, it's the illusion of At fairness. the end of the day, like, so. yeah, at the end of the day, it's not an Arcanine problem to no, solve. It's not. This is a Pokemon problem to solve. Like, deal with it, figure it out. Somebody do something. Y'all have enough money. Just, yeah. just figure it out, bro. Figure it out. Yeah. Um, the one other, like, funny thing, speaking of road trips, is that I can bring up now that we're talking about it. Um, I don't know why this came up in my mind, but, like, you ever been on, like, a, a road trip with, like, Pokemon people that you just maybe, like, don't know as well? Like, you just, like, hey, like, I need a car, and you just go. Like, maybe when we were, like, younger or whatever, like, we did this a bit more. I feel um, like I've, I've only ever done this for, like, once, maybe. But what would this like rando well, not randos but like people you're just not boys with like that yeah yeah so in that in that moment i don't know why this came out of my head but i'm just like all right who gets ox like like what's going on what's the dynamic in this car and like what if you get thrown in a car with some like randos and you say you like hate country and they're playing luke bryan for like eight hours like what do you do and it brought up a story in my head when like my boy got a new sound system when we were younger uh, he gets his new sound system and is like civic and we're like 17 or 18. So it's a little like story time here with Anil, but anyways, he gets, he gets the civic, he gets this new speaker system. And like, I respect it. Like you want to show the boys your speaker system. He packs five mans in the car. Okay. This is a small civic five mans in the car. The subwoofer's going boom, boom, boom. You know what the first song was he played when we got in there? Take a wild guess. Call me maybe. Uh, it's on along the same lines. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Give me, give me, give me artist. I'll give you a guess. Uh, artist is gonna give it away directly. Uh, okay. I'll give you a hint. A- NBA All Star Game. NBA All Star Game. All Star Weekend. Not weekend. he didn't play in the game. He was there all weekend and like like this front year. Runner. Yep. Mo Bamba. <laughs> no, he's, not, no. Right? he's definitely not the All Star Game. <laughs> he was not the All Star Game, bro. Sheck West was not the All Star. Tyler Hero. Um, no, he was in the front row. Oh, you're saying like the artist, with... the artist was not like a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, male or female? Male. Male. I assume rap. Yep. Uh, like Drake or no? You're getting close. J Cole. Close. Uh, little, little older. Wayne, Lil Wayne. Very close. Uh, Eminem. That same era. Uh, you're still... Usher, 50. There you go. 50 Cent? 50. Was it in the club? Okay, can you narrow... <laughs> no, I wish it was in the club. Uh, candy the... Shop? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the first song this guy plays, we're like sitting in the cards, five guys just sitting there, like we're like, just like this, like crammed. And all I hear is, I'll take you to the candy shop. And I lost it, bro. Like, I, I was on the floor, man, because it was just so stupid. Like, why would you play that? So anyways, I brought up this whole thing in my mind with, like, people going on, like, awkward road trips and thinking about what awful things could happen. Like, I mean, like, even when we went to Knoxville, like, our boy played some very outlandish things that we cannot repeat on air. <laughs> and, like, when someone else is in charge of Ox, dangerous things happen. I know. So, like, I was wondering if you had any, like, joke stories of like road trips or whatever but i assume not because you're more of a flyer right uh, i am well i mean i've done tons of road trips but yeah if it's any like my general rule of thumb is if it's anywhere like past like six or seven hours it's like i'm flying or i'm not yeah. there so <laughs> uh i'm trying to think maybe uh well i mean i had one of you and adam skiing in vancouver 
There was some mm, songs. That was being, a good one. You you would you were on the ox on that one, blasting the songs downtown. Oh, some good stuff. That was some good stuff. Uh, actually, I just like in the. Was, all right, I'll keep going. That was just DMX, right? I'm pretty sure we just I played th- DMX. I think so. It was just funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, I have no qualms if someone's like playing horrible songs on the ox. I'm just like, no, like this is go next. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, that leave your best road trip story in the comments below. We want to hear them. We want to hear it. whether they're like appropriate, not appropriate. We want to read them. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is like it's so funny because like we started like when we started this podcast, it was so like Pokemon focused. We're like, yeah, like let's talk about Pokemon all the time. Now this is just this is just our life, bro. Well, it's I entertainers mean, now. there's just like not that much Pokemon this week. We're trying to like uh, entertain with our airtime, right? So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many bad stories I could tell on here, but like I would not be in a good spot publicly if I did this. <laughs> um, so another funny thing that happened this weekend, uh, we're at a League Cup and uh, well, you know what, actually let's talk about something else first. Okay. So something a, a listener sent in to me, he said like, talk about like, not like sort of being victimized, but like dealing with unlucky situations in Pokemon. Like, how do you deal with it? Like, how do you move on? How do you build a bridge? Like, let's use, for example, I don't know, um, coming ninth or like IDing and bubbling or whatever it is, like something like that. What are your, what's your opinion? How do you get over that? You just gotta be mad, like in the moment, and then you just gotta throw it out and play the next game. I mean, that's kind of how it is, right? Like, you can get salty and get tilted or whatever. You just can't let it affect like what comes next, right? Like, uh, you got to, like, figure out, like, I don't know, if you whiff a card or you have, like, an 80% chance of getting it, you just got to be like, all right, like, what's my backup plan? Like, what do I do now? If you lost an unlucky round, like, I don't know, like, go walk outside and get mad or something. Like, <laughs> get some mad. air. Get some air. Touch some grass. Or smoke a dart. <laughs> <laughs> so, do not smoke a dart. Yeah, we do not do condone that. We do not condone that for sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know, it's just like, it's like anything in life, right? It's like you can't control things sometimes, right? Like, uh... It's like that Star Trek quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. It's like, it's possible to do everything right and still lose. Like, that's not failure. That's True. just life, right? Like, it's going to happen. So you just got to accept that sometimes it's out of your control. And as long as you did everything you could to, to win your games, like, sometimes you're just not going to win. Yeah. This is when I use a very classic Anil quote. And anybody who knows me knows I use this quote. You win some, you dim some. It's a, it's a classic. You just got to just gotta build a bridge sometimes. You got to just move on. And, like... To be honest, like this, this happens to some people more than others, right? Like some people feel very victimized by this. Some people very, feel very victimized by the game, and I think that's like a bridge that you got to get over at some point. I think that's one of the first learning curves that no one really talks about. It's like learning to like channel that energy into something positive is like super important, especially when you start playing the game, because like you can feel like, oh, I missed boss for game, like I'm the unluckiest guy in the world, whatever, whatever, and then you go rant to your boys, and they're like, I don't care. But besides yeah. that, it's just about, like, turning that into something positive. Like, yeah. understanding when you got to build a bridge and move on. And, like, if you have a large enough sample size, like, it'll even out. Like, when people, like, blame everything on luck, like, oh, I always get unlucky. I'm like, okay, there's no way you yeah. got unlucky, like, 10 League Cups in a row. Like, I feel like <laughs> you got to look inward at that point, right? So even if you do get unlucky in games, like, still look for spots where you could have played better, plays you might have missed. But, yeah, just it's part of the game. If you want a perfect game, go play, uh, go play chess. <laughs> yeah, and, and be constant, too, like, like memorize what you are like doing wrong is one important thing Mm -hmm. that i learned like kind of like take things by turn but like also like realize like oh i messed up like round or turn two of this round or whatever and it led me into the situation so that helps 
but also be conscious of like what you're putting on your boys or whatever. Like, there's a lot of people in this world that like walk out of like a tournament and go straight to their boys and just complain for like a minute and a half. Like, all right, bro. Like, be conscious of that. Like, try and uh, try and limit what your friends have to go through <laughs> in regards to your unluckiness. I have a rule. Um, any like rant above 45 seconds has to be completely warranted when it comes to that's Pokemon. a long time actually to give for someone so yeah i like to say i'm pretty patient like i can be on like my 10th like yo that's crazy bro and i'm still going and i think it's it's still suitable until you get past the 45 second mark then if they're telling me but like the time they like level balled for like a, a ralts then i'm just like i'm pulling the plug i'm like dude i don't care thanks though uh <laughs> one thing we wanted to shout out um we wanted to help our boys at nerd rage gaming uh they they reached out to us they're doing a little charity thing it's actually pretty cool so i'm just gonna read this real quick um they're doing a little team battle and, and like to be totally honest with you i don't fully understand how this is working but um i'll read what was given to me uh they're working with the lost zone kitchen guys to raise money for the chicago food depository uh the donation link went live last week and the event will end with a live stream team battle with giveaways and other fun stuff for viewers i was wondering if um if anybody wants to like kind of sign up if they could reach out to rafal um he was on our podcast at one point uh if you guys do could do that that's great tell them i don't tell them we sent you maybe we can put some value to our names here uh, but no, we do this for free because those are our boys. <laughs> uh, they're having a live team battle with, or sorry, I think it's at Nerd Rage Gaming. I think Nerd Rage yep. Gaming is also a place, which is uh, Maybe. news to me. No, it's a store, uh, I think. It's a store? Yeah, it's a store that they sponsor them. That's the team. Oh, okay, okay. I thought the team was called something different. So anyways, um, it's happening on March 9th. It'll be streamed live on Twitch, and the event will include games in old formats, giveaways, donations, incentives, and more. 100% of the money raised is going to go directly to charity, and neither the team takes a cut. Um, if you'd like to donate ahead of the event, there's also a donation link we'll put in the bio of this video on YouTube. So shout out to our boys at Nerd Rage. Um, they're our, they're our sister franchise at this point. Yeah, they definitely like are. Toronto and Chicago. It, it's yeah, actually kind of funny because Toronto and Chicago perfect, are sister cities. Perfect, uh, perfect analogy. Yeah. seems like there's a lot of like similar personalities between the two cities too, so it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, check it out in the, in the bio of this video. It looks, looks pretty cool for a good cause. I'm always for that uh not pocketing money to go buy dragon shields or anything that they're doing that some other people do in this community uh so yeah go check it out um all right you got some trivia for me i do have some trivia for you Neil. so i think all this right. is very gettable okay because i know you have played the game i'm going to ask you from so yeah last week you gave me a video game question which i thought was a bit unfair so i'm going to hit you with a video game question okay. but it's related to the pokemon trading card game for game boy color and i never played this game for what how you never played this game I never played this what? game. What? It's but like one of the best put, games do ever. Do it anyways. It's so much fun. I don't know. I didn't care about the trading card game until I was like past that stage. Yeah, but even when you were like older, you didn't like download the emulator and play the... Okay, no. well, for any of our <laughs> listeners, it's actually a really fun game. And it's on Virtual Console too. Um, mm. There's a sequel too, but it was Japanese only. But anyways, you basically, it's kind of, you go around this like island and like you win battles and you open packs and you build your deck. And it has all the cards from base set, I think Fossil and Jungle. Um, but today, Neil, our question is, the game actually has 18 exclusive cards that were made just for the video game, and four of them are legendary cards that you'd have to get by okay. beating the bosses in the game. So, Neil, can you tell me which Pokemon are on the four legendary cards? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, given that I've never played this game, this is going to be exponentially harder than it needs to be for <laughs> for my purposes. Um, but, okay, but I can limit it I can limit it down to Gen 1 because there's, like, mm -hmm. base fossil jungle. So Zapdos was a good card. It was in base So set. these cards, I'm saying, like, these legendary cards, like, they don't exist in, like, 
the normal Pokemon sets. Like, they were exclusive for the right. video game. They got printed, I think, eventually in real life, but they're just video game cards. Back so they, d- they did get printed eventually? Eventually, I think, but, like, in a promo set or something. But, like, when the game came out, they were just in the game. Do you remember, like, what time of life this, these cards like, came out in real life? Uh, Like, around the time we were born, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I'm just trying to narrow this down. So... Like, the first thing I would guess is Mew. Like, that's the one that makes the most sense, because that's a Korra Korra promo. It's kind of obsolete. Is that one of them? No. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, there's only four other legendaries, isn't there? Just Mewtwo, Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno? It's not necessarily a legendary Pokemon. It's just a legendary card? Yeah, the cards are just called legendary cards. I'll give you a hint. Like, some of them are legendaries, and, like, some of them are not legendaries. Mr. Mime stands out to me. No. <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Mime because there's like a bunch of those like weird Mr. Mime cards. I know one came out in Pokemon TCG Classic. Uh, okay. Would I have ever seen these cards? You might have. Uh, I think some of them are like, I, they're all iconic Pokemon. Like if you just think about iconic Gen 1 Pokemon, you should be able to get there. Was Pikachu one of them? No. Okay. Zard? No. What's iconic? Um, <laughs> was Magikarp one of them? No. Okay, I just looked it up. Like, I feel like you're into collecting more than I am, so you might have seen these cards in real life before. Okay, that that makes more sense. And when did they exactly did they come out? Um, I think like ninety nine, two thousand ish. And there are Black Star promos, I assume. Uh yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I'll, I'll t- the first thing that popped into my head. Okay, Sorry, no, go yeah, ahead. Give me a guess. Give me a guess. No, I already guessed. The first thing that popped into my head was Birthday Pikachu. That's the one that made the most no. sense to me. Like, like think okay. of these are Pokemon where, like, they're very strong Pokemon. Like, I would, like if they were in the video game, like, they'd be strong Pokemon. Okay. Uh, was Snorlax one of them? No. That's a good guess, though. Mm. Like, the one that's not a legendary right. is, like, a kind of Snorlaxy Pokemon. Dragonite? Yeah, Dragonite's one of the legendaries. Okay, I'm I'm taking this as a dub. I got one out of four. Okay, uh, <laughs> and then the other three, if you get one, I think you should be able to get the rest. If I get one, I should really get the rest. I guess Charizard. Did I guess one of the birds? Now oh, you tell me. Zapdos. Yeah. Okay, I already kind of Vultures. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes sense. What do these cards look like, dude? I don't even. I don't even uh, remember these. I'll flash them on the screen when I edit this for a viewer so they can look at it. But uh, I don't know if you type in like Dragonite right. card. Pokemon Game Boy or something like uh, and Zapdos. They're nice cards, actually. Um, Came out as promos. Interesting. Yeah. I never even knew that. Yeah, I never, dude. I never played that game. Like it was kind of just like by the time I was into card collecting, I was just playing IRL, so I didn't even like mm. think about playing that game. But I've heard like nothing but good things. To be fair, yeah, it's a fun game. Um, yeah. Speaking of games, uh, we got a Pokemon Direct tomorrow. Should we take over unders on like what we're gonna hear? Like, all right, what? I'll bet you five bucks right now. Um, I'm gonna put five bucks on. Okay, if neither of us get it right, no one owes each other money. But I'm going to put five bucks on a new Legends game. New Legends. Okay. So yeah. I'll let you have that bet. And then, all right, I'll put $5. We're going to get a new Let's Go game. Oh, God. I'll be more sad that there's a new Let's Go game <laughs> more than I'd lose five bucks, dude. I don't want to play that. That's awful. Yeah. I, mean, I, re- I don't know. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the Let's Go games are actually really good for, like, teaching the younger generation about the old games like my little cousin like loves let's go eevee so i think for us like it's kind of boring because we've played these games like a million times and like like fire red leaf green or heart gold soul silver are like just the definitive versions but i think for a lot of like kids who grew up and like they haven't played the old games like i actually think it's like 
it does really well with them. I think that's the target demographic. Um, no, I get that. It's yeah. just like because we didn't have a mainline series game this year, so yeah. I feel I feel empty inside. But we did get a no, we didn't actually. I was gonna say we got Zelda, but that was like a year ago as well. Uh, yeah, that was last year. Um, that's that's not crazy, Pokemon. bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with them not releasing a mainline Pokemon game for like five years if we get like quality similar to like Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. But I know that's Same. not realistic. Did you finish Tears of the Kingdom? Did you like it? Yeah. yeah. I really so I think Tears of the Kingdom was like objectively a better game than Breath of the Wild, but I enjoyed Breath of the Wild more just because it was really fresh. Like the first time I played it, like if I played Tears, I've before, heard that a lot. Before, yeah, it's like just it makes sense, right? Like because Breath of the yeah. Wild was like one of those games where like it redefined like what open world games are like. Like when you played it, like you couldn't put it down. You're like, this is like nothing I've ever played before. So, uh, but yeah, no, I loved loved Tears of the Kingdom. I, I didn't 100 yeah. percent like Breath of the Wild. I 100 percent Tears of the Kingdom. I didn't 100 percent. So I just don't have time to do I've that. Been, like. <laughs> I've just been like putting it off because I know this is like the only Zelda game we're gonna get for the next like five years. So I've just been playing, like trying to pace myself. But now I'm like so addicted, I can't put it down. And like yeah. behind me now, you can see my Switch. Oh no, you can't. It's like facing the other way. But yeah. I had to move my Switch up here because I was playing so much in the basement. And now we have like renovation guys in the basement right now. So if you hear any boom, 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 it's <laughs> random people putting a bathroom in in the basement. Nice. So that that's my life problem right now. I mean, have you played like the classic Zelda games? Like, have you played like Twilight Princess, Ocarina, like all those? Yeah. I played uh, I played Majora's Mask. I started Twilight Princess, but those are the only ones I played. Okay, so I mean, like you have a huge library you could play if you want, like the classic Zeldas. They're they're very different than Breath of the Wild, but they're really fun. So yeah, I, I didn't really like it. Like I, I tried Majora's Mask after Breath of the Wild. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's like, a different it game. Really it's a different me. style of game for sure. So so I don't know. I'm waiting for the new GTA. Then no one's ever going to see me ever again. Like Shift Gear Podcast will be fully canceled when GTA Six comes out. I won't have time. Just have to <laughs> do heist, rob banks all day. It's just that's all we got to do now. Nice. Uh, yeah. I also um, speaking of the direct, I saw that they're gonna. I think they're gonna reveal some new cards at the direct as well. Or like Japan's just gonna reveal cards. I think I saw that as well. Like the Ogre Pawn from the next set might get revealed. So uh, over under on Ogre Pawn being broken, Neil. Like what percentage are you giving it? Uh, I got a negative one forty. You don't think it's going to be good? <laughs> I think it's good. I, no, I think oh, you're saying minus 140 that it's good. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. minus 140. So for people do who think? don't know odds, and you're saying it has a roughly like what? That's like 65, 70% chance of being good? 60, yeah, it's 60 something percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what I'm talking now, bro. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be good. Like, I mean, it's the main card in the set. And like, it's yeah. in the DLC for the video game. Like, that's the main Pokemon. So I think it'll be good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know, these, these directs are always so, like, hit or miss. Like, sometimes, like, people get up at, like, 5 in the morning at their time, they get excited for these directs, and it's just, like, them talking about, like, all right, like, here's Pokemon Buffet coming out next year. You just sit there, and you're just, like, a machoke, like, restocking rice at a buffet or some stupid Yo, Pokemon like Sleep, that. man. You don't enjoy Pokemon Sleep? I can't say I do. I really can't say I do. Speaking of which, actually, yo, one thing I want to say is, like, yo, shout out to the Pokemon Go community. Um, this weekend was the Sinnoh, the Pokemon Go Sinnoh Tour. I think I said that right. And, like, look, I'm not a frequenter of Pokemon Go anymore. I'm level 47. Like, I'm pretty high level, but I was super serious for a while, and I stopped playing. This weekend has done things for me. I went to the Eaton Center in downtown Toronto. There was, like, legit over 200 people playing the game. It was insane. And, like, they put out this, like, free, this was a free event. Like, come play as you want. You don't need to buy a ticket. Like, just go around. There's, like... The Lake Shiro's in the wild, a Dialga Palkia in the wild. Like, it's just sick. So, shout out to the Pokemon Go community. 
I know we cross over a lot. I know sometimes we make fun of y'all for just tap, 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 tap. And we will continue to do that till the day we die. But shout out to you guys because you guys, uh, they know what to put on a show. I'll say that. Like when there's like when they're out, like in 2016, like, I mean, I guess we were part of that community at that time. But when these guys are out playing, they're out playing. Yep. Like very noticeable, walking into people, head down on the phone, just like bumping shoulders with every angry mom ever. And it's like, shout out to them, man. Yeah. They're, uh, they're solid. And I almost signed up for Pokemon Go League Challenge the other day. Oh, That's nice. Besides the point, though. You know what I love about the I, Pokemon Go tournaments that I think is so funny? Okay, one, they use, like, Challenge, if you know what that is, like, instead of using RK9. So, like, they have, like, a uh, jank pairing system. But my favorite thing is that, like, they don't use people's names. Like, you use your screen name. So, like, if you go to play against someone, it'll be, like, Demon Slayer, like, X. Like, I remember, <laughs> I, remember I was, like, I remember it was, like, Worlds, or it was, like, Internationals, and, like, I was watching the Go Finals, and I'm just, like, yeah. and it's just, like, someone's, like, crazy username, and, like, they're on the stage, and, like, the, the girl's interviewing him after he won, and, like, they're not even saying, like, his name. They're just, like, all right, like, uh, I forgot what his name was. It's something, like, Demon Slayer or something. I'm, like, nice. You just make it some nonsense, and they have to say yeah, your name. Yeah, they say your right? name. So, like, imagine, you're, like, you, That's win, kind of funny. you win Worlds, and they're, like, all right, Bobman888, how does it feel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just name myself something, like, absolutely stupid, just because they'd have to say it. Yeah. I'd be, like, Silver Tempest Elite Trainer Box. Yeah, <laughs> like, Congratulations, Silver Tempest Elite Trainer Box. What I was going to get, this is my Pokemon Go team list that I had oh. to physically write out by hand to play in the Pokemon Go Challenge. And you know what's better than this? The fact that you have to write two of them to, to participate in any league. But why two? You have to write one to give to your opponent. Okay. You have to write one to give to the TO. Mm. And um, there was not a photocopier on hand, so I wrote this out twice. Nice. And let me tell you, this was so annoying to put together. And after that, I will not be playing Pokemon Go again. That's all I know. Well, the thing I always thought was frustrating is, like, it's not like the video games where they fix the, like, IVEV thing now. Like, you have to literally catch, like, perfect Pokemon in the wild or, like, trade in and get them. So, I don't know. That always turned me off from, like, ever trying to actually, like... I, I liked the chase. Like, I was actually really competitive in Go for a while. I loved it. Like, it was <sighs> so fun. I don't know. It's uh, it's not for everyone. It's not like the TCG where you can go buy Maradon League Battle Deck for $25 and suddenly be competitive. Yeah. But, I mean, the other problem, too, is it's, like, if you trade Pokemon Pokemon Go, like, they're, like, EVs and IVs, whatever it's called in that game, like, gets reset. So you can't even, like, share, like, Pokemon with your friends, like. I think that's to, like, I don't know, like, disencourage, sorry, what's the word for disencouragement? Disencouragement? <laughs> is it disencouragement? Is that it's a real like word? It's, like, disencouraged. Uh, decentivize is the word Decentivize? Okay. Decentivize. Actually, I don't know if disencourage is a word, people. to be honest. I, I don't know if that's a word. Yo, I'm <laughs> but, looking it up um, right now. Yeah, look it up. Actually, it's, Dis it's discourage. Discourage. Yo, how did we? Miss I don't know. That? Discourage is a word. All oh. right, next week's episode is sponsored by Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> I'm on Merriam-Webster um, thesaurus right now. Is it is it is the thesaurus or a dictionary? Well, Webster creates dictionaries. They make dictionaries, but I think I clicked on like words that like I was on the page for like discourage or disencourage, and there's discourage, yeah. and that took me to the thesaurus because I was looking at similar words, but. This is prime entertainment. This is, prime. this is actually prime entertainment. Um, so sorry, what I was trying to say is I think it's to uh, discourage <laughs> people from like selling them on eBay and stuff because I know a lot of people do that yeah. for VGC. They'll like sell like, here's a perfectly gen shiny arcane on, pay me 20 bucks, buddy. And that's the problem. Yeah. So. All right. Before we sign off here, before we sign off, let's give people some actual good content for a sec. Just, I know it's not something we're used to doing, but let's, let's just for a second. Um, the... Philippines Regional League, which you neglected to to know about, which I find personally very offensive, um, happened last weekend. 
And uh, I know you said, hey, there was no tournaments that happened last weekend, but this is a very important one. And, and I just want to talk about it for a quick sec. So the top 16, um, because like as much as we all want to dismiss this format, I, I do as well. It still does matter. We're still in Vancouver. We still have some overseas tourneys. So let's just go through it real quick. Charizard won it, which is uh, it's interesting to me because I think Charizard's in a really weird place where there's a lot of targets on its back. And Charizard does not operate well with targets on its back. So did you have a chance to look at the list at all? That one or just like the decks that did well? Well, not one. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I've got some heavy ball action in here. Haven't seen that in a while. Mm-hmm. We've got choice belts. I mean, that we see from time to time. You got the city collapsed. Yeah, seems pretty. It's pretty standard. Pretty standard. But I thought that I thought heavy ball was really interesting. I thought it was something that, like, it doesn't like swing anything per se. But I think it's uh, something new to talk about. Like, I, I haven't really seen this much before. Mind you, I'm not much of a Zard player. Um, but that seems interesting because, like, a lot of the time you do kind of just lose if you prize fish or Manaphy or Jirachi or Rotom. Like, you're in a tough spot, and you play Arvin. So I don't know why this wasn't brought to the forefront faster. But I think it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. And then, uh, well, the other thing that was interesting is uh, uh, actually, sorry, the most interesting part was the fact that it's not interesting. But the second place Roaring Moon list was the same list that. Ross Cawthon and about 40 others have played. So if you click on it, <laughs> I know I love what under it. Is. This is so jokes. It's like decklist played by, and there's like a whole like essay with citations on who played this. <laughs> there's 20 people on Limitless who played this deck. It's insane, bro. Yeah. Like, it's got to be some some sort of world record. Yeah. Also, no, you got mad at me for not knowing this tournament happened. Like, you didn't even know about the U.S. versus Australia match, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was really really mad and not the slightest bit sarcastic. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I did not know anything about the USA and Australia match. I'll be honest, um, that is not something I particularly cared about. And but you know what? Like, I'd be interested to see how the metrics did compared to the first one. So it was kind of funny because like they had voice comms this time, and I was busy on Saturday. Like I was coaching basketball, so not Pokemon, so yeah. I couldn't watch. But I watched the last game yesterday because I was curious how it went. It's so funny, bro. Like, you had James Cox at the end after they won, basically just, like, calling America trash. <laughs> no way, bro, really? Well, he's just, like, uh, I think, like, Team USA, like, kind of, like, misplayed a bit with Snorlax. And then, like, like James is like, yo, they threw so hard. They threw so hard. They threw so hard every time you listen <laughs> to their comps. <laughs> what was the, like, what were the deck matchups? Uh, so, I think, okay, it's on their Twitters. I think, um, so, you each team had to pick five decks. So, Australia picked... Arceus, Regigigas, they picked Giratina, they picked uh, Gardevoir, they picked Mew and Snorlax, I think. USA mm -hmm. picked Giratina, Gardevoir, Chen Pao, Snorlax, and I forgot what the last one is. Um, Chen Pao's interesting. Yeah, I think because, well, Reagan's on their team, so he won Chen Pao. And they got a win with Chen Pao, so. Um, mm. It was just funny, too, because then they would go like, the Team USA voice comms, and just, like, none of yeah. them were talking. And I think it's, like, they were in a bad spot in Game 3. So I'm like, I don't know if this is the whole time, but I'm like, it was just like Bradner playing. And then sometimes you'd have the John and Reagan like chime in. So it was actually pretty funny, like from what I watched. And I, yeah. I think people who watched it really enjoyed it. So uh, and like the production value was definitely way up this time than the the first one. I'm glad to hear it was better received than the first one, because after the first one, like, I'll be honest, like, I had no like temptation to watch this. because like, I didn't want to sit there and watch people like take 50 seconds to flyer select. Yeah, so, no, it was very interesting. I think the voice comms made it, like, more fun. I think that was good. Mm. Um, no, it's good. And it, be, it being a team battle was, I think, cool. And it went all nine games. Like, they went the distance, so. Uh, was it nine games BO3 or just, like, just straight no, up? No, no, like, straight up. Like, and, like, your games. deck selection is blind, so you have to kind of, like, metagame 
like the pick. So yeah. one thing I was thinking about in the format they picked, it's like both teams brought Snorlax. I'm like, yo, what if you just put a hard Snorlax tech in each of your decks and like they can just never beat Snorlax? Like what if I just rock like one of my decks is quad Minior yeah. or something? Just for fun? Yeah, well, you would win the thing because like uh, they'd have no answer to it. As if they, you have to play each of the five decks? You have to win with each of your five decks, yeah. Oh. So like, oh, yeah, so you can never win. Yeah, so if you just put Minior in, like, each of your decks, like, I feel like you just win. But obviously, like, that's... kind of jokes. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the other thing is, too, it'd be kind of jokes if these things, like, blew up a little bit, because you get, like, weird, like, spies being sent out. They'd be like, yo, yo, Kieran, like, go into the Australian group chat real quick. Let me know what they're going to play. And you just, like, walk in, you're like, hey, guys, like, I'm just chilling. Like, what's up? I'm in no contact with anybody. They're like, yeah, we're playing Snorlax. And then suddenly you're just an undercover spy. Yeah. So, like, if these things blew up, it'd actually be kind of funny to, like, just to see how, like, because, like, the Pokemon community is all, like, intertwined in some way, shape, yeah. or form. Like, you kind of know, like, like what you said with Reagan. Like, Reagan was there. That's why they played Chen Pali. You kind of know a little bit about, like, what your opponent's yeah. going to play. And I think it'd be actually kind of cool if this, like, blew up a lot more. The other thing that, that came up was that whole, like, Canada versus, or Ontario versus, like, California thing this week. I mean, I don't know if that came up. I think the people in America were doing, like, who's the best state? And then, like, Mark D's on our cell phone was like, Ontario's the best. But, like, we're a province, not a state. I think John even acknowledged, <laughs> like, it's not a debate. So, uh, honestly, I'm hyping, I'm hyping ourselves up here. But I definitely think Ontario, like, it's not even close. We'd, like, wipe the floor with, like, any any region, any state. I think, we do, I think we would do pretty well, yeah. We have, like, three teams of people that could, like, go out. Really? It's kind of insane. I think Mark put you on the B team, Anil. How do you feel about that? Honestly, I'm fine with that. We have like <laughs> eight world or eight like regional champions on that list. Like, I'd be I think more upset if for some reason I snuck within a, a team of eight regional champions. And like, given how deep our depth pool is, I'll take uh, I'll take captain to B team. I'll take it. Yeah, cause I think on our list he ha we have like obviously Estrada, like he's won worlds. You have Cyrus, they've won mm -hmm. an international. You have Rowan, he's won a regional. You have Raymond, he's won a regional. Um, mm -hmm. trying to think, who else has won a regional? Uh, uh, well, you won Nats, so we, we'll take well, that. that was in seniors. I'm, I'm not counting that. <laughs> oh, we have Zach on the team. Zach's won a regionals. Um, Zach's won, yeah. I don't know. I'm on the team. I haven't won a regionals, but I've done pretty well <laughs> for myself. We got, yeah, you're all right. We got Lucas Zing. He was like a, one of the best seniors of all time. He's got some top cuts in Masters. Great season. I think the, the criteria was like top eight regionals, more or less. Okay, like, okay. That was more or less the criteria. Yeah. At least that's what it seemed like. Yeah. And like there are a couple people there who have top eight at regionals who are not on that list. But like, it's, you know, I, it's not my place to dive into who belongs where because I don't want to yeah. be involved in this at all. But yeah. um, it seemed fair. It seemed it actually seemed like relatively accurate for what it was. Yeah. Actually, you know, you're on the team with Shashi and Venier, Chris Venier. Chris Venier, one of the most underrated yeah. players in the game. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah, we have to have him on one week. We'll, we'll have, have him on, on one, one time. For sure. He, yeah. I don't know how many players there are, but he's made like every single world since like 2013 or 14. Like, he, it's like insane. And he, he's gonna do it again. Yeah, he has probably like one of the highest streaks besides like Ross. Like, yeah, yeah. He has like a LeBron like career, where it's just like every year, like you don't. I mean, like not, I, I, I wouldn't say LeBron. I'd, I'd say him. like uh, Tony Parker type, like you know, good. Team, I'm just like talking in terms of consistency. Radar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of consistency, it's like a LeBron like career. Like every year, you're just like, all right, like where did you come from, Chris? <laughs> like what happened here? But really, like we've come to expect it from him. He's uh, he's just yeah. a boss. He yeah, just does yeah. his thing. So. Um, we're gonna have him on one week. He uh, he actually got to a league cup final again yesterday, and they all went to. I heard they all went to Jollibee, and now they're all really sick. So from Jollibee, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do they have Jollibee in America, or is that 
Because I know it's a Philippine chain, Filipino chain. Like now we have it in Toronto. I actually but. don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a Jollibee in America. Yeah, I've never seen one in America either. That's why. Yo, someone from America, let us know. Does, yeah. is, do y'all have Jollibee? Like, and if not, like respectfully, you're not missing much. Yeah. Yeah, but that'll be one chain we have that they don't have. So. Which is not. Yeah, we don't have any of those. We have Swiss Chalet. Bro, Swiss that place sucks, bro. <laughs> you don't like Swiss Chalet? No, it's so bad. It's such like a. It's a rural city thing for sure. Like yeah. people in rural cities love Sochali, but people in the city, like in Toronto, I find everyone hates it. See, well, it's just like, I feel like the thing I have with chain restaurants is like, you can just go to a local restaurant for like the same price. So it's like, why would I not just pick that over going to like a chain? But like, is there's, are there very few like local rotisserie restaurants? There's one on my street, bro. It's called Bernhardt's. It's like one of the best restaurants in the city. Highly recommend. Yeah, I've never even heard of that place. Like when Nando's came to Canada, like everything changed for me. I was like, this is like just incredible. You're you're a big chain guy, Neil. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind chains. I like I like good food, and like where I live, bro, we don't have these options. <laughs> I walk outside and I see trees, and I see a valley, and I see water. <laughs> I don't see establishments. <laughs> yeah. I also see an Amish community that's five minutes away from my house. Shout nice. out to those guys. I don't, yeah, I don't really know how they operate, but there was one near where I went to school in St. Jacobs, uh, out in Waterloo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, Shout Nando's Nando's is decent. I, I had it last year in London. I feel like I just had to get a cheeky Nando's. You know, just I've heard so much. Yeah, about you have to it. get a cheeky Nando's when you're there, bro. <laughs> like that's just how it works. <laughs> All right. Well, we've talked about just about everything that has to do with not Pokemon. Um, as you can tell, this is a very dead time for Pokemon. But you know, man, maybe uh, maybe next year we'll conveniently go on vacation at this time when we have a six month format. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's insane how little there is to talk about right now but you know what we're gonna have that direct tomorrow maybe we should have waited till tomorrow to talk about the direct okay, but... we can talk about it next week if anything important happens yeah we'll talk about it next week six days after it happens <laughs> <laughs> it's more important that people can have this podcast while they eat their whoppers on wednesday because exactly. we all eat whoppers on wednesday right karen yeah definitely i hate whoppers bro they're so bad i haven't had one Anyways. in like i think like 10 or 15 years so i can't i can't comment <laughs> It's jokes because like I tweeted every Wednesday. I'm like, "Yo, happy Whopper Wednesday!" So everyone's like, "Yo, like, do you get your Whopper?" And I'm like, "Bro, I I actually don't like burging, but thanks." <laughs> I go like, if I ever go, it's for the memes. It's so I can mm. like send someone like the Whopper, like, "Hey, bro, like, I got this Whopper." Like, I'm never going because I like Whoppers. Although the price is good, it's like five dollars. Yeah, it's reasonable. They're definitely competing on a uh, price. Yeah. That's pretty good. Anyways, y'all be well. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And go, yo, go to the energy charity mm-hmm. event, please. Everybody. Okay. Yeah, go we check need that you out. there. I'm gonna go I'll, I'm out. gonna be watching. Like I, like it sounds fun, bro. Like got the old formats, all that. Yeah, like I'm gonna go watch. So Yeah, I don't I don't watch USA versus Australia, but I'll watch that. Oh, also I forgot to mention, uh if you're listening to this or watching this the day it comes out, Anil and I are streaming the Banana Games League Cup on the Wednesday. Uh, yes we are so yes. it'll be on my my youtube channel so i mean i assume if you listen to this podcast like you probably know my channel so go over there but if you don't it's just type in kieran farah it'll come up so go go we're watch commentating. Our, our commentating debut yeah this is gonna be big it's gonna be big and we'll have that and we have a group session that that's also something we gotta that's right we're still figuring that one out but we're gonna have a we're gonna have a group session before vancouver running through medify not because we want to be basic bees but because you know like that's, that's the wave now we're trying to hop on so keep an eye out for that we'll have that out at some point cool yeah all right yeah, now you can sign us off uh all right i don't have a good sign off you know, see y'all just... next week peace <laughs> later